them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. On today's episode, we're talking about The Mandalorian. We're going to talk about our film festival, which we took a bit of a turn on. We're going to talk about some episodes of our favorite television shows that are Christmas themed. Uh, we got some nerd news, but first, let's go to the mailbag. Can we open All up right. that mail sack, Tara? Yeah, I'll open it up. Are Drag you going to stick over. your hand in the mail sack this time? Yes, please. yes okay. I am. You get it. Look it open here. Okay, All right. Great. Got it. Got it. Oh, get yep, in there. Yep, get yep. get your... Got go, it. Got to go deep. Okay. Oh, I'm going deep. Okay. I got it. Thank you. Okay. Children. So, <laughs> <laughs> so guys, you remember a couple weeks ago, uh, AK broke the story for us that Gentleman Jack is back in production. Mm-hmm. We asked that question, like, we saw the film slate, the camera slate, and it had sort of like this weird writing underneath it. Well, AK has an explanation for that. Really? She says, you were wondering about the slate and filming location of Gentleman Jack. They're filming in Halifax, West West Yorkshire, Northern England, first off. Uh, but about that slate, what's that written on the slate beneath Gentleman Jack 2? The simple answer is Gentleman Jack 2. Ah, here's is it like in Klingon or something? Here's the very short version in case you've not had cause to delve into British lesbian history, which we have not, clearly. I haven't had a chance yet, no. So she's going to she's going to she's going to fill us in. She okay. says the reason we know so much about Jack, her life, her loves, her liaisons is that from age 15 she wrote about all aspects of her life in her diaries in great oh, detail. Yes, that's right. The, the reason no scandalized descendants destroyed this evidence of her unspeakably shameful sexual and social deviance was that no one could read those sections of her diary because Sections. <laughs> Yes, the sextons, uh, because the crypt hand code she devised and employed. The diaries survived to eventually be translated in the late 1980s. In a genuine display of next-level geekery, the crew appeared to have chosen to honor her by using her crypt hand on the slate. That's cool. And she says, that's just hmm. full geek. I'm so proud of them. So that's so interesting. Oh, yeah. She she had a secret code and that's, I totally that's written in code. I totally forgot that her journals, I mean, I knew about the journals, but that she, she wrote them in code. So I, I never knew that. That's pretty cool. She'd be smart. Yeah. Clearly. smart. That's so cool. So thanks, AK. Thank you for, for educating us. AK um, is always educating us. <laughs> in many ways. How to be better, smarter people. It's an ongoing education, so <laughs> I'm sure there's more to come from her. Okay, guys, let's do it. We're jumping in. We got some nerd news. Nerd news. Nerd news. I repeat, we have breaking nerd news. Hey, Sounds Jam. So- <laughs> jam, Jam. Jam, Jam, Jam. You got it. What's on the news wire, Jam? <laughs> 23 skidding. <laughs> Are you going to do this in your, uh, what is it, the... Transatlantic? Uh, yes, please. Ah, well, that's going to... That will be difficult. You'd have to practice, practice that one. That's yeah. a lot of words to do in the transatlantic. Well, <laughs> folks, there's a lot of nerd, new nerd news that has dropped over the last uh, few days ago. That is the incredible 
jam-packed lineup of new offerings uh, from Disney, both in the Star Wars and Marvel universe, mm. because it's it's just it's going to be in our lives for the rest of our lives. Apparently, let's just start with Star Wars because I think that's what we all love here on the Snop. And Indeed. I can say the product, the uh, the future uh, product, film product that has me most excited is Rogue Squadron, a feature film. Coming out, I believe, 2023, Christmas 2023, directed by none other than Patty Jenkins, the director of both Wonder Woman's. Huge news. That, and if you haven't seen the video of her announcing this, sort of, it's it's pretty cool. So I didn't, I was very, I was out of the loop when all this was going on. And Mm -hmm. so, Wendy, you sent us this trailer. I didn't know what I was being, I don't know what I was being set up for. No. And so I was like, okay, it's (laughs) some sort of, it's like, oh, is it like a Top Gun? Like, what is she doing next? And then like the, the, the amazing reveal at the, at the end of the trailer. Uh, What a really fun way to find out that she's directing this movie. I mean, I, I, I knew about it before I saw the video, but the video just made me more excited. It's just the fact that she's so cool. excited and I cannot wait. And, you know, reviews right now for the second Wonder Woman are, are great. So they it are, looks like yeah. she's going to have two home runs in Wonder Woman world. And like, I can't her, her wait to see was, what she does in Star Wars. Her dad you was can, a pilot. I didn't know any of that. It's right. so interesting. And you can go on Patty Jenkins' uh, Twitter page and see it or StarWars.com. Um, there's rollerblades involved. There's a fancy <laughs> sports car. You don't like really know. She's like clearly on some kind of airplane right. uh, tarmac. Um, so, you know, we don't really know. She's chatting and then she puts on an orange jumpsuit it's like, okay, and okay. proceeds to an X-Wing. Yes. Right. So cool. Holy shit. Yeah. Just it's subtle. Pretty, Just a little something pretty in the background. Amazing. She's a pretty good online, sk- uh, uh, inline skater too. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. I was blades. convinced. <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs> too. Um, also. Another new film coming out someday, not sure when, but it will be done by, I apologize, Taika Waititi. Pretty good. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Thor, the Thor movie. He's involved with uh, Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. He voiced IG, I think it's IG 11 in Mandalorian. He's all around a fun, talented fella. And uh, he's going to be doing a Star Wars film. Don't know anything else about it. Just, it's going to be fresh, That's unexpected, right. and unique. And probably <laughs> so, hilarious. So I'm really yeah, excited about that. Exactly. So buckle up, Buttercup. That's going to be fun. <laughs> he also did What We Do in the Shadows, which was a really great yes, film. Right. Now there's a I show. I haven't seen the show, but the film was really a lot of fun. It gets good reviews, but I haven't watched either. Uh, also, Obi-Wan Kenobi coming out on uh, Disney+. Plus. The big announcement for that was the return, spoiler, of Hayden Christensen as... Anakin Skywalker, a.k.a. Darth Vader, will be this... involved in some capacity. And this is post-burning everything off. Ooh. It's going to be Darth. <laughs> this is interesting. This, yeah. First yeah. of all, I love that he's coming back. I feel like he, he gets a chance to redeem himself while not being directed <laughs> by George Lucas. I would. Right. I can't wait I to see how he is without A lot George of pressure now. He, I don't you know. mean to shit on George every time we talk about him, but I'm going to, to do it today. We know that he... <laughs> Today's he did, not the day you're going to stop. So. Not today. Not today, George. Not today, we, Satan. We we know that he had great actors in those prequels, and except for Ewan, everyone pretty much was very cardboard, 
Agreed. Not very interesting. Yeah. Ewan found a way to transcend Lucas's direction <laughs> and be amazing. It's his career. Like you can't contain natural Ewan's charisma. Ewan's yeah. charisma. So I'm so I'm I'm very happy for this dude because I feel like he was done a huge disservice because Same. of these movies. I feel like he kind of lost a lot of work because people were making. He was kind of a, a, the joke of the movies. Yeah, he right? didn't really do a lot after this. So not I, really. I'm glad for him that he gets to come full circle and. Totally. So happy about that. But also the fact that we're going to see Darth Vader after, um, you know, this is so interesting, right? Like, who knows uh, what this means, but uh, super excited about this. And the fact that the series is directed by Deborah Chow, who did, I think, just one episode of Mandalorian season one, but it was a great action packed episode. She's going to be great. She said she loves doing action. Can't wait to see what she does with it. Very excited. And the cast. Uh, then, of course, Ahsoka Tano? Ahsoka? Ahsoka. 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 Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's been off. Ahsoka Tano. Um, executive produced by Dave Filoni and John Favreau. So I bet there will be a decent amount of I mean, some sort of crossover with Mandalorian, similar side characters, perhaps. I don't sure. know. I mean, you know, these guys, you're not going to go wrong with these guys now. No. Favreau and Filoni, like these are the, this is the power. Don't spread yourself too thin. The power couple. Yeah, right. Not That's much. the thing. You don't want to become like, you know, the Game of Thrones guys. That That's fair. Had you're right. too much stuff going on. And then we all know how that ended. So yes. even though. <laughs> I, we talk about it. You can go back it, into our old episodes and yeah, we do. hear all about it. <laughs> uh, Rangers of the New Republic, set within the timeline of The Mandalorian, another new live action series from John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Inter- mm. It will intersect with future stories and culminate into a climactic story event. So it sounds wow. like perhaps cool. Rangers, Ahsoka, Mandalorian, there might be some big, giant, everything meshing together. Uh, I believe in Mandalorian. That's Rangers of the New Republic is what, Cara, D- Cara Dune join, right? I think you're so right. maybe she's going to be involved in this one, regardless of what you feel about the actress. I mean, it yeah. sounds like maybe they're doing things with her character mm-hmm. as far as putting her in this. I don't know. There, nothing's really been said to that extent. It could be completely a whole bunch of d- different group of people. Sure. She could be the connection. I don't know. I wonder if, uh, I wonder how many more seasons of Mandalorian we're going to get. I don't know. You know what? I feel like at this point, they'd be like, Till people get sick of it, just keep making mm. them because it's awesome. But with all these other projects, maybe it's a, it's lot. a thing. It's a lot. Right? For those you don't want to burn it out. Um, yeah. I can't imagine after Grogu's story has been fully told, it might right. move into something else. Might lead into one of these other things where Mando, mm-hmm. you know, Mando's story doesn't need. Oh, let me find a new quest, and then we start all over again. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, right now, they should just be happy. They're they're living the heyday. They've done one series; it's a giant hit. We'll see how they do with the rest of these coming out. There is a Lando mini, uh, series. And I feel like I read somewhere it said a event series. Like some of these may be one and done. It's like they may hmm. do a eight episode Lando event series and that'll be it. Or cool. if it does well, I'm sure they'll pay everybody enough to do it again. But it, it uh, I assume it's going to have, uh, what's his name who played Lando? Um, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. I assume Childish he will Gampy, be playing though. Lando. Yes. But- First, he, he's Donald Glover from Community. Perhaps, perhaps, <laughs> will we see uh, <clears throat> young Han Solo? I, mm. I would I would imagine Maybe. we would. Mm. I would think he's got to make an appearance. Yeah, yeah. he's got to be in there. Uh, one that's been talked about for a while, Andor, Cassie and Andor, uh, Diego Luna's character from Rogue One. Rogue One, yep. Um, you're going to have Stellan Skarsgård, Adria Arjana, which I believe... 
play a character and person of interest if I'm thinking of the right person. Oh. So, hey, family. Um, Fiona <laughs> Shaw. Yeah. Bunch She's of a busy people. lady. Geneva O'Reilly is Mon Mothma, who was like the spitting image of the original Mon Mothma. So good. Uh, mm-hmm. Production kicked off three weeks ago, according to this oh, article. Wow. Cool. As a huge Cassie Nandor slash Rogue One fan, I am incredibly excited for There's this. There's even a sizzle reel available that you can yes. see. A few <laughs> yes. flashes of... Very excited for anything connected to Rogue One. Uh, the Acolyte. Now, that's the one we've we've heard about before uh, by the, by the I guess, creator of Russian Doll, um, hmm. Leslie Headland. <clears throat> I think this is the one also that's going to be female-centered. Because cool. I think hers was the one. But it, it's described, the Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take the audience into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Mm. Not sure what any of that really <laughs> doesn't mean anything. But right. I'm, I'm here for all of this. Um, Star Wars The Bad Batch. Now, this is an animated series that follows some elite and experimental clones, as it says, that mm. were introduced in the Clone Wars. Hence, Another good reason to watch the cartoons that have led up to all this. Totally. Um, which I did start. I got three in. But so it's a squad of clones. It's their adventures. It looks kind of similar to Clone Wars, I guess, animation wise. So that's but that's going to be animated if, yeah. if you're in animation. And here's another one that's interesting. Star Wars Visions, an all new creative take on the galaxy far, far away. It'll be a series of animated short films celebrating Star Wars through the world's best anim- anime creators. Hmm. Said it'll be bring 10 fantastic visions from several of the leading Japanese anime studios, offering a fresh mm. and diverse cultural perspective to Star Wars. That is super interesting. Yeah. Um, there's also a droid story. It'll introduce us to a new hero guided by R2 and C3PO. I don't know what any of that's going to be about. It doesn't really have anything as far as like story. It's just basically a droid story. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Um, also, they're bringing back Willow. <laughs> they're making a series about Willow, which I saw. I don't remember a whole lot about, but sure. Willow, yeah, is back. Sure. Um, and guess what? <laughs> Another Indiana Jones starring Harrison Ford and Luke Walker, or whatever they have to do to prop it up to get him to shoot this. It's going to start shooting late spring next year and arrive in July 2022. So we have dates now. We have actual dates. We have dates. We have a plan directed by James Mangold. Who did Ford versus Ferrari? And, and didn't he do uh, Wolverine, his solo movie? <laughs> oh, cool. Gonna, I believe. Uh, turn into a L- Logan at Bernie situation. Logan. <laughs> Maybe. I'll take uh, it. You know, I mean, we, need to, we need to redeem the last Indiana Jones because it, it was a fun ride at times, but it was not Indiana Jones. It, it just not. didn't feel like it. Steve Spielberg, I love you. I'm sorry. It, just, it was not right. No, it was terrible. That, that is so many <laughs> Star Wars things. I'm really excited, but also how am I going to go to work and live my well, life with all I of think they're things? pretty spaced out. I, I think they're going to be pretty spaced out. I hope so. They're, they're going to be like rolling them out. They're not going to throw them all at you at once. And if they do, you're right. I'm just going to stay home. <laughs> Just watch all the things, you know. The film. There's a couple of films. Those are a, a decent way out. A lot of a lot of series, but who knows when any of them will actually show up? Yeah, but I'm ready. I'm ready when they do. It's exciting. Got plenty of time to catch up on the cartoons. Uh, a lot of exciting stuff, and whatever how you know w- what they've started with Mandalorian. I hope they can continue because they've really captured the fun yeah. and the excitement of Star Wars without. It seems like the the movies have just they kind of got bogged down in 
and you know expectations and mm-hmm. fan service, but not too much fan service. This the, the what 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 Disney Plus has been giving us so far has just been really good. It's just boiled down good, and so let's hope it continues. Well, Disney's not content just having Star Wars lining our plates for the next decade, but <laughs> Marvel also um, has got a lot going on. They, uh, for one, they are going to have another Black Panther movie due July 8, 2022. They will not recast the role. Good. Um, Smart. You know, you assume uh, they're making his little sister, ste- you know, having her step into the role of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, they don't really specify. <clears throat> they're it getting seems- a new Fantastic Four. Never mm-hmm. saw any of the other ones. Not me either. Mm-hmm. I've heard they weren't mm-hmm. great. No. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's going to be by John Watts, the filmmaker behind the current Spider-Man trilogy. Eh, You know, Fantastic Four. If it's good, I'll give you a shot. Um, (laughs) Let's see what else they got going on. Nusha, uh, Secret Invasion, starring Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. Hmm. Don't know what that's going to be about. Of course, there's a a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special at some point. So exciting. That's a a third Ant-Man film. Ant-Man yes. and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. I'm just, I'm fine with that. Have you guys seen I any of the him. of the of the Ant Man? I have. I've seen both. I, I feel seen like it. I've seen parts of two. Oh, you okay. haven't? Oh, it's fun. It's really fun. no. It is Paul fun. Rudd is Paul Rudd, and I love Paul great. Rudd. I really yeah. like the first one, especially. But you know, okay, it was fun. It's like a fun watch if you're just looking for something geeky. Oh, I need to night, just you know? plant myself cool. and watch it start to finish both of them because I haven't. <laughs> um, of course, you've got Falcon and Winter Soldier. They have an actual trailer for that. Mm-hmm. Looks very action-packed. You know, Loki, <laughs> a little skeptical of, but yet I watched the trailer. I'm like, all right. The freakiest part was Owen Wilson has gray hair, and I had no idea it was Owen Wilson until <laughs> I read that it was Owen Wilson. That's funny. Um, it looks like it'd be kind of interestingly quirky. We'll see. <laughs> um, definitely WandaVision is the one that I'm like, How? what are they doing? How are they going to make this work? I'm here for it. Yeah, <laughs> so we finally got like an official... Like yeah. trailer. I have no idea what's going on. Mm-mm. But it looks cool. <laughs> Same. Don't know, but I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, let's see. We've got... Uh, Love and Thunder. Did you say that already? Thor? Love and Thunder. No, it just I, sounds like a no. porn to me every time I hear it. But <laughs> it does sound like porn. Uh, She-Hulk coming out. Tatiana Mas- Maslany. Well, okay. Has that been, playing it? That's never been officially. Remember, she went back <laughs> well, on it. And it's never been. They've never cleared it up. So not that I've I'm seen. Gonna, I'm going to go with she's probably doing it. I mean, it's, it's it's in the Captain Marvel Reporter, 2. So. we got Captain Marvel 2. Along with uh, Tiona Paris. I may be saying that wrong. Who played Mon- uh, the adult version of Monica Rambeau. Mm-hmm. The young girl. I just, there's just so much. There's just so much. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. We're good um, for a while. I we mean, are good. We'll have confident. Plenty, plenty to talk about on this podcast for mm-hmm. a while. We might probably miss things. I don't know. There's just too much. And of course, let's not forget the Hawkeye series that uh, our <laughs> Florence Pugh will be part of. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Haley Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. There are pictures coming out of her. And, and the pizza dog. Don't forget the pizza dog. <sighs> yeah. It's a golden retriever. He's in the thing. He's an actual Marvel character. Really? It's kind of a sidekick. Yeah. So well. I'm looking at, I'm looking through this Hollywood Reporter um, article, which I didn't read. I'm skimming. <laughs> okay. Is there Do what me- you must. Is there mention of the release of Black Widow? Are we getting it streaming? So far, no. I think they're, they're set to 
It they're still pushing. Says they're due out May seventh. Yeah, it says May. Uh, and, yeah, which was delayed. Got so it. that's interesting. So uh, for next there's year. been a lot of pushback to the Warner Brothers announcement. A lot oh, of people saying yes. you did not check with me. It started with Christopher Nolan. A lot of other films. <laughs> yes. High ups, directors, and such are, are coming out saying blasting that decision big time. Saying you're just taking our art for the big screen and just throwing it out. And I guess Gall and, and Patty had deals that they worked out with them. They knew how potentially yeah. when they were going to just put it in you know theaters and HBO Max at this yeah. time, where for, so many theaters are closed. But Wonder Woman, yeah, yeah, for Wonder Woman 1984. But these other people, or the other films that are involved, the creators, the creators of these films are like, yeah. No one I th- apparently uh I think the article I read said that the uh all the talent agencies were, were given thirty minutes notice. Oh uh, no, ninety minutes notice <laughs> wow. ahead of the Plenty really, of time. the Damn. announcement. So they had, they had no idea this was coming. It's it's um it's an interesting for the, move. For the whole year too, you know, not just to say, Oh, the first half of the year, okay, we'll see how it goes after that. But nah. It's the whole slate. Yeah. It's <sighs> interesting. Yeah. Yeah, when they first announced it, I thought, "Oh, wow, they have must have some kind of great deal in place, p- approval." They, but I, the people involved making these films, they all know, even though it usually doesn't come up, that if there's a business move, even if it screws them, the the, the studios are probably going to make the the business move they want to make. Sure. So, yep. We'll 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 pretend we care about your creativity as long as it makes us money, <laughs> and then when we find a way your that heart, we need to right? yeah. go to make money. <laughs> How much money is your art? Your art. We're going to go this way now. (laughs) That's right. Well, we have a new Batwoman trailer as well. So a lot of new trailers, uh, new things coming out. So Batwoman comes back on January 17th with Javicia Leslie. And so this trailer kind of starts off. We don't really know where Kate went or what exactly happened. We just know she's gone and her dad is, quote, hoping she's – or hoping she's still alive so they kind of left it up in the air um but yeah but we, we don't really get a whole lot of um uh Javisi's character is just kind of there she's just already we don't know what her connection is why she can all of a sudden just become batwoman you know hmm. i guess that's why it's, it's a trailer not the first episode so that's <laughs> for us to find out uh but you know there's some clips of her modifying the suits, um, her driving the, quote, Batmobile, which is kind of like a, what is it, like a Camaro or a Corvette with some stuff on it. This still looks pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and Alice is back. So Alice says, you know, this new Batwoman, she's going to be a handful. And she does a little wink at the camera. So mm-hmm. uh, we don't really know. We don't know what the relationship is between all these characters or how uh ryan is her Mm. character name right how Mm -hmm. she kind of works her way into this group she's just kind of there and i'm sure we'll get more of that information in the actual show but yeah how does she come into possession of the bat suit anyway right how does she learn that this group is helping has been the team of batwoman this entire time yeah because she Um, it looks like she finds the 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 outfit somewhere right right so we don't get much information on that true maybe yeah she, like, well, and then the, the over thing it. that the memorial for Kate, someone blew it up and it looks like there's a plane crash involved. Mm. Mm. Plane crash. Missing Kate. Yes. There we go. So hmm. uh, at the end, <laughs> there's a voice and Kat, you wrote that it sounds like my. I believe I wrote that. <laughs> that was Wendy. Did you write that? I wrote that. Because it freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> it's a, I, it's not a voice I've heard before do these kinds of voiceovers. 
my voice doing the Batman voice on our podcast is one thing. Sure. But to hear such a similar voice <laughs> was alarming Officially. to me. Officially. Officially. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, did it get my... That <laughs> yeah, woman. Like, someone like you, Tara, saying, Batwoman. Batwoman. <laughs> it's kind of like you doing your fake Batwoman voice. That's exactly what it, it sounds like. It sounds like someone doing a fake bat, Batman voice. Yeah, like voice. on a handy Zoom recorder. Like, right. Yes. And <laughs> they, were, they were paid to do it. Yeah. We're, damn it. Amazing. You should send them your voice. Missed out an opportunity. Honestly. All right. Well, so it looks exciting, so we get to see a little bit more. Um, but again, no real context of how this all came to be. So, but it, it's nice to see Javicia in, in the suit. She looks rad. She looks changes great. it up, lets her Very real hair go. Yeah. It's pretty she, she looks like she starts with the red wig and says, no. <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> uh, uh, and and yeah. we're about a month away, a month out, right? Yeah. On the 17th. It's exciting. So very exciting stuff for us coming up this next year. <clears throat> Can't wait. I'd say. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get to leave our homes and. That's some news. That's that's some news indeed. (laughs) Zipper 17, be there. And if we can't leave our homes, we have Batwoman on our TV. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We'll take it. (sighs) All right, then. Should we move on? Speaking of things on the TV Mm. or the computer or wherever you choose to watch your streaming services. The Mandalorian. (laughs) Chapter 15. The Believer. Not written and directed by Favreau this time. This was from... Rick, something else. He uh, did one of the episodes last year. I wrote it down, and I, I have very two. messy writing, so yeah. I'm not going to mm-hmm. attempt it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's but- sure, sure, messy writing. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was. I feel like it was. I mean, the last two before this just had me like, oh my god, this is incredible. But this, yeah, this was, was sort of a return back to okay, it's a good episode. Yeah, yeah. this is like a filler episode. Yeah, right. I feel like it's building. You know what? I don't think did we ever see Baby Yoda? Grogu? No. We didn't see Grogu uh, the whole episode. What? We did not. Did we? Right. No. No what? Grogu. No. Nope. What? No, we, we see Gideon, but we never see Grogu. Never see That was a Grogu oh. episode. I it didn't might be in the recap. I realize that. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. I had to go recap. back and look to see. Oh. Wow. Um, I think I had a revelation watching this. Oh, does, no. Does okay. every episode start with a ship flying over? Mm-hmm. Like mm. the Star Wars movies? I think it well, does. How on earth do I, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Look into that. Some, something to look into. Honestly, I think I think as, you know, a, a, another nod to the originals, I think every mm-hmm. show opens with that shot mm. of the, sh- the ship going over, just like in the original trilogy. Something to nice. think about. Okay. Well, I feel like the that. first episode this year started with a shot of Mandalorian and Grogu walking down a street, but I don't know that for sure that was the right. first. One. Might not right. have been. That's know. the first shot yeah. I remember. Well, now I'm going to go back and look because I want to test your theory. Please mm-hmm. test me. I will. Uh, but it was. I kind of liked it. I liked the episode. I liked the yeah. uh, yeah. Migs Mayfield um, person that they <laughs> the, the criminal that Bill Burr. Mando, Bill, like, Burr, Bill, yeah. Burr. Bill Burr, which I saw trending. And I thought people were misspelling Bill Barr in the oh. political world. <laughs> I was like, Bill Burr? Who's Bill no, no. Burr? And I didn't realize until literally right now. Yeah, that his character's was... yeah, actually pretty likable. For a... Yeah, he was likable. I like oh, him. Totally. Yeah. And you know, he got some uh, good luck and that they let him go at the end. That was very generous of them. That was very cool. Well, he earned it. He yeah. was a good dude. Some tense moments when you know they pretty much have to fight off the pirates trying to steal. Oh, yeah. What was it called? Right. Bony, 
Ribonia. That sounds like a foreign too. Uh, something very volatile. Some chemical. Right. right. So they have this con- concocted, this whole plan to get inside this uh, em- empire base where they can get the coordinates where baby Yoda is. Yeah. Uh, and so there's there's a lot of uh, things that go into that. Then the pirates come and try to kill them. And oh yeah, it's good fight, good fight, good fight. Yeah, yeah, it Great was. Fight. Yeah, on top of the truck or whatever they're driving, mm-hmm. um, giant train truck thing. Yeah, and thank goodness that uh, what's her name became Marshall because she was able to essentially jailbreak Bill Burr's character. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, take, and there's like no questions me. asked. It's just no. Like, mm-hmm. Come with me now. Go with your yes. kicker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so it's it's just that no one really bad no, she's eye, a marshal so. she's got that badge so yeah. you know that's a cool badge it too. is cool so uh yeah. yeah i really wish that the actress didn't suck so hard <laughs> that's all yeah because the character's pretty awesome she's yeah. great cara dune is a badass character and she i never like a couple episodes back i realized she's got it's a tattoo yeah of the rebel, rebel. yeah that's pretty cool nice. yeah i still yeah. want that badge I know. It's really cool. I'm sure it's out there um, I think the biggest part of this episode, oh. we have maskless Mando. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, he has to go because they're like, they're trying to pick two people to infiltrate the thing. And, and everybody's like, well, they'll know me. They'll recognize <laughs> exactly. me. There's like a body uh, scanner or something that scans yeah. you. Yeah. Something. So. Genetic so, thing. <laughs> Mando's like, well, I'll go. It's like, well, you'll have to show your face. Well, you know, I'll go. And but he he's able to they they kidnap the truck drivers who wear helmets right truck massive truck <laughs> and so he can wear his helmet as long as possible yeah makes sense um but then he when he I feel like the other guy was going to actually go work the machine and I he can't was. remember why but he man, there was a guy sitting in there that was one of his commanding officers yes, on the previous right. mission so he yes, said yeah. I can't go in there he'll recognize right. me and they were acting so Mando, very suspicious. Like there was clearly something going on. There's they n- could not have a very yeah done better. They covered themselves shady. a bit. Yeah, <laughs> right. So Mando has to go in there and says, "Fine, I'll do it." Yeah, uh, and he and Bill Burr. I'm just going to call him Bill Burr. That's fine. Says yeah. you have to, <laughs> you have to take off your helmet. Has to see your face. He's like, eh, "All right, I'll give Whatever. it a try." Whatever. So he goes to the machine, and the first time he tries it, he just leaves his helmet on, like, <laughs> maybe it'll be cool. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll see through. No. Uh, Worth the no. shot. So Worth he's the like, shot. Ah, shit. Well, then he takes his helmet off. And I'm still, like, whenever I see his face, it's like, you know it's Pedro Pascal, but then you're like, ooh. Right. <laughs> mysterious thing. <laughs> and he really had, like, a Nathan Fillion thing going on this episode for me. Like, the even t- though he didn't really say much, but his face, just some of the the... That does kind of remind me. I can see. Yeah, it. Sure. like the yeah. mouth. He has a Nathan Fillion mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it was pretty funny. And then, the, of course, those commander guys come over and he's like, hey, soldier, what's your number? <laughs> and then Bill Burr has to come and bail him out. Totally. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and make him <laughs> sound like he's kind of like a weird, P- not P- not weird, but PTSD. <laughs> doesn't he have can't all hear. He's basically, a, yeah. he's basically a deaf mute. Like, that's what he's saying. Yeah. Like, he lost his hearing. He can't, yeah. like. He tries to make Mando, <laughs> that's right. like, there's a reason he can't hear you and he can't, yeah. he doesn't really understand. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it it worked, you know. Sure. And you so that's there sure. doesn't say much. Right. And he's like, well, he did a good job playing it off as, like, yeah. oh, well, I can't hear you. So he played <laughs> along with it. Um, and he yeah, has a new and, nickname now, Brown Eyes. 
Brown eyes. Hey, brown, brown eyes. eyes. <laughs> oh, it reminds me of Nine Lines of Christmas. Brown eyes. <laughs> um, yeah. And which was nice at the end. Of course, it results in a shootout because nothing ever goes well. The imperial guy that <laughs> sort of busts him or they catch, you know, well, I guess he doesn't bust him. And then um, he shoots him. It, it falls yeah. apart. He shoots him. Um, yeah. he, he, first, he wants to buy him a drink because they got the radonium in or whatever that That's is right. um right but he was effectively creepy. he had your he very creepy. Uh, oh he was great great imperial yeah. officer and basically bill burr blew it because he was just yeah. mad yeah he because he, he let his temper get in the pissed. way he just thought the guy was an asshole i mean it was kind of a nice he said why did those people have to die and mm-hmm. he was kind of being a good guy but he clearly regretted. Just like you know what, not yeah. the best time right now, Bilber. You know, write him a letter after you leave and <laughs> express your emotions. Letter. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, things escalated from there. Yeah, they went, things went bad, but they got they made they're shooting their way out of the little cantina thing. Yeah, but I like then once everybody's been shot, Mando's about to put his helmet on, and Bill Burr just kind of says, "Go ahead, I didn't something like I, I didn't see, see you. Anything. Yeah, yeah what right. anything. He, he was cool. about he's it. A guy. He was good. Mm-hmm. Like Bill Burr. And then we got, you know, we saw Fennec and Kara doing some uh, sharpshooting, mm-hmm. helping them get to where they needed to go. That was cool. All right, Fennec. Yeah, and Kara both being cool, badass people. Right, and we did get some questioning from Bill Burr uh, to Mando, essentially saying, you know, you're willing to look at you, you're willing to bend the rules for certain things um, and not others, even though you're so, you kind of put yourself out there as this, you know, really extreme religious person, mm-hmm. but here you are in a, a whatever stormtrooper suit and, you know, now you're taking off your helmet. So he does bring up that point that- He's challenging he, him on some of yes. his beliefs. Yeah. Well, I wonder too, Mando having met uh, Bo-Katan, and, you know, talking about, well, that's just some weird sect where they don't take their helmets off. And then mm-hmm. the fact that he's met Boba Fett, who's more than happy to take his helmet off, and he's as Mandalorian as it gets. Maybe he's like, all right, well, you know, I can do what I have to do. Obviously, these guys are taking their helmets off, and mm-hmm. they're he says, fine. I want my baby back, so I'm going to do I want my baby, <laughs> what I need to do. Baby, baby, back, baby, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby He's got to do what he got to do. He had to take his helmet off. Little baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that that's going to be the new intro song. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I feel like we're, oh, and then at the end, at the end, once they escape, he, uh, they send a special message to Moff Gideon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Mandalorian like saying, you have no idea what this little baby means to me. I'm coming middle after fingers. You. <laughs> coming after you, Moff. And so, I got a team. Was he that? uses his own words. He's like, you don't know what this baby is capable of. Right? Kind of Those were his, that, that's what Gideon <laughs> yeah. said, right? First mm-hmm. time. Okay, cool. I thought so. Or what he nice. means to me. It was kind yeah. of sweet. Yeah. Good yeah. callback. So, so it was an enjoyable many, episode. How many more episodes left of the season? One. Oh, no. This is it. Yeah. Oh, boy. This is it. And I don't think there's much info out on it. No. Uh, I think they're keeping it under some wraps. Mm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hope it's a long one. I feel like they're going to have a lot to wrap up. I mean, not much. They just got to get Baby Yoda back. But there's so many. <laughs> I mean, then they have, they're still like. But they got to make it big and epic. Where to go with Baby fun. Yoda, right? Well, they know where to. Oh, you mean once they get so in? So they have to at least get. So like this episode would be basically all about rescuing Baby Yoda. And then there's got to be at least another season to still try to figure out. Well, yeah. The but place I mean, in all of this. Sure. Right. Okay. I and just wonder. We know we're getting a season three, right? 
That's yeah. That's oh yeah. It shooting. comes out next Christmas. Okay, cool. They already announced. Oh, that's so far. Oh, <laughs> sad because there wasn't that much time between one and two. Ugh. I know. Well, hopefully some of these other shows will come out. But yeah, they're keeping keeping the production um, info under wraps. You know, some people think it's a big name director that. Um. You know, maybe it's being held back for a surprise. I'm looking to see if there's really anything. Mm. Uh, and I don't even know if they had released the cast list. I think that was one thing I saw that they were. I saw there's ready. like the main, the ones you already know, the ones okay. that have been in it okay. are listed, but no. I think no, no, um, no surprises. Yeah. I don't know, but there might be, but they're not listed. So I don't want to know. I'm just going to not look. Yeah. yeah, don't spoil yourself. Why would you want to do no, that? I don't no, know. Don't no. do that. Curiosity. Stop it. <laughs> it's only a week. Yeah. Yeah, and know. then and then nothing. No more. No. It's no, we do the empty nothingness. What will we do? We got to catch up on the cartoons. I'm three in. I didn't realize there were like eight seasons of Clone Wars <laughs> <laughs> and 22 episodes to see. Oh my god, 22 That's episodes to see. It's a lot. I just put, you know what? I put it on the other day. They just play back to back. And cool. I just said, just keep playing while I'm house cleaning. Cool. Wow. Or doing other things. Are they like just tw- to have it on. Like 20 minutes long? Half 22. hour? Long? 22. It's, it's, like a regular. But you know what? We've got yeah. time. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to put it on when I've got nothing better to do. Yeah. I got to dive in still. I haven't, I haven't started yet. I cartoons to catch up on. <laughs> no, they're, they're animated. They're not cartoons. Animation. Animated series. It sounds more adult. I like cartoons. <laughs> like Not in a weird way. But. All right. Oh, hi, Duncan's <laughs> Duncan. Duncan. Hey, Duncan. <laughs> Cat butt. <laughs> Has to there make an is. appearance yeah. at least once an episode. It's a good shot of it. Right yeah. <laughs> Close up. It's the best side. It uh, is. That's my good side. Yep. Hey. All right. So, Holiday Film Festival, which kind of this week, <laughs> Duncan. <laughs> he has something to say. You My booty. See the butt going on. <laughs> oh, wow, Duncan. Oh, wow, Duncan. Dunky. Hold on, buddy. There we go. Let me just get a little. There, there we go. go. Oh, of course. Right. of course. Got a little picture there to share. <laughs> oh, he's knocking over the mic now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Cameo. So, uh, our film festival continues this week, and we decided to kind of mix it up a bit. So, instead of watching uh, yet another Christmas-themed movie, we decided, let's watch some Christmas-themed TV shows, episodes from our favorite TV shows, and we each chose one, and I think we should go in, in order of release, right? Uh, okay. Wendy, do you want to go first? That would be me. <laughs> I picked Xena, A Solstice Carol. And this is one of those episodes I always liked for for several reasons. The short story of the plot is that Xena and Gabrielle stumble upon an orphanage that Mm. is located in a kingdom where the mean old king is threatening to kick them out because they're behind in their rent or whatever they have to pay the king. Plus, they're in trouble because they're celebrating solstice, a.k.a. Christmas, with a Christmas tree and things. And that is foreboding forbidden in that kingdom because mm. he is bitter because his wife 
Uh, originally, they thought she died on like Christmas Eve, but no, she just left him because he was oh. a big yeah. mean dude. Um, <clears throat> so they this or- orphanage is in trouble. They find the orphanage because uh, one of the boys is out and sees Zena's chakram and steals it, runs yeah, to does. the orphanage because it's a perfect decoration for the tree. It, it goes is. on the top of the tree. Can I interrupt you for a second? So that chase through the market mm-hmm. is such a great example of good filmmaking and editing because you know they didn't have a big set that's they true. just used the same section over and over just like redressed it yeah it was really well done i, I was like you yeah I, I my guess was that they had like one like you know maybe like 10 by 10 area of the set mm-hmm. and they just reshot it redressed. it looks <laughs> really good like, it run just, through this now run through this yeah, now it's just very run impressive low budget filmmaking now i want to go back and watch that again yeah, um check it out and i like too that they're kind of christmas shopping you know, like, yeah, you yeah. go find presents for each other, yes. Zenans. He's like, why don't I just give you five dinar? You go buy what you want. <laughs> give you a gift card. It's very much a... Oh, Zena must have invented the, the uh, gift card. That's She's it. She's invented a lot of different things. So Always. That's, that's true. Yeah. Maybe she did invent the gift card. <laughs> uh, so it's a sweet, like, oh, we're just hanging out, having some Christmas fun. And this was season two. This was still, like, they're developing friendship or whatever relationship. Sure. <laughs> so it's cute. You know, they're wanting to, to do some Christmas shopping. So they... they the boy ch- steals the chakram and, and Gabrielle is ready to get him. But uh, <laughs> Zena says, no, 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 let's follow him, see where he's going. They find that this is a sweet orphanage and that there's the tree. And uh, were they going to like, were they going to murder him otherwise? Possibly. Their possibly. Endgame. Okay. Possibly. Well, and he says he was borrowing it. Dude. That's true. He was going to get liar. it back. No, he was not. He's a liar. Lionel <laughs> is a liar. He is a survivalist. He's got to survive. <laughs> I'll go to Lowe's. He's got to decorate the tree. Borrow a- yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go borrow some stuff. <laughs> See how that works out. Well, they're they're interrupted by a um Centicles, appropriately <laughs> oh, named Centicles. This mm. long white hair. Centicles <laughs> with some uh, guards there to bust them because of the the failure to pay but then they also see that they got a winter solstice tree up so they're like oh Uh-oh. you're double busted oh boy of course xena grabs the chakram slash christmas tree star uh <laughs> that's adorned with ribbons and wraps them all up by throwing the chakram <laughs> around and captures them convenient and uh they they find out what's going on about how the king hates the solstice and he's mean and he's a horrible man so they develop a uh I do like the Gabrielle. She's like, oh, that reminds me of a story. And so the children are like, tell us a story. So they <laughs> randomly sit down in the middle of all this. And Gabrielle tells a story that doesn't end well because the guy like doesn't change his ways or he died. I can't remember, but it doesn't end well. Yeah. <laughs> Gabrielle's like, I don't like this story. And Gabrielle's like, yeah, neither do I. But maybe we can change this ending. So they come up with a plan to, it's sort of a, they're doing the three fates come to, it's the Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Yeah, exactly. Dina plays all the fates and, uh, She's going to go sneak in there and tell him he's got to change his ways. We're going to show you your life. And um, and Gabrielle sent out to get supplies with her 35 or so dinars that she ends up buying a donkey with right. Tobias because he's on his way to the tannery because this jerk who I think oh. the guy who had Tobias, I, I hadn't looked it up, but I think he was also in, he's been in another Zine episode. I think maybe Bittersweet as one of the townspeople or hmm. if not Bittersweet, it's one of, or maybe uh, Liar Liar, but I recognized his face. Very distinctive um, face, for sure. Yeah, I have to look him up. Um, so she comes back with a donkey, but Zine's like, cool, we got everything we need. She found a room <laughs> with all these like props and props. stuff. So, they, exactly. so they're like, you know, they they string Gabrielle up as his dead wife floating around. She's like, I'm, I'm your wife who died. He's like, what? My wife didn't die. Well, I'll be metaphorically. You know, and it's 
so they're kind of winging it and and of course it's Xena playing each fate but she just covers the bottom part of her face and she changes she shows her, her voice you know, yeah don't change away that all that and uh funny. and one of the moments i loved is when they she takes him to the orphanage and uh where they're all kind and supportive to him and they listen to the children sing a sing a carol a sweet little song and and i always like that moment because i thought oh maybe xena's sitting there too like wow i was a bloodthirsty warrior and here i am listening to sweet orphan children sing like how my life has changed thanks to gabrielle <laughs> and uh but then he's like god ah, take me home i don't want to do this anymore and um but then the guards burst back in and uh they don't believe he's the king so <laughs> oh, he, a fight ensues <laughs> what a mess and then Gabrielle's got a plan going with Syntocles to seek in some toys. She's discovered because he's a toy maker, of course. Mm, of course. And uh, he made her favorite toy when she was little, a little oh. lamb. So they have a they have a plan that involves coming down the chimney with him disguised <laughs> in a Santa Claus looking outfit <laughs> with bag. a big bag of toys. Exactly. And um, and <laughs> they invented <laughs> Christmas too. Yeah, Pretty much. So they invented Christmas, and I liked. Um, I did like uh, like there's a the moment when they come down the chimney. Um, you know, get, Zena's telling the little boy to you know take care of the kids, and it's like, who will help you? What you know, you're all alone. She's like, no, I have, I have backup, or I have the reinforcements. Know, have arrived. reinforcements are here. It's like they're just plopping down a. <laughs> um, and uh, the king go. Oh, the king passes out. The king faints. I think it was. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> he, he has issues. Uh, so they put him in this room. <laughs> Where he's tended to by the woman who, uh, who runs the orphanage. Right. Who turns out to be his not-dead wife. <gasps> what? Yeah. So Crazy. there's all sorts of intrigue. Um, and I like how <laughs> randomly during this, there's a very funny <laughs> cartoon that much battle intrigue. going on with Christmas toys out in the main room. But this king, he's having this very like serious monologue-y kind of like... Hmm. Oh, Jay, it's like this weird shot in shadowy light and all that. It's like a very dramatic moment for this actor and this hooded figure who's his wife that he doesn't know as his wife is staying there. Are you here to take me? Ah, you can't come for me, death, or whatever. He's like rambling on. Um, <laughs> and even then, he's like, I'm going to change my way. So he goes out and he joins the fight against the, the guards. And, uh, and But it's cute. I like the fight. They're pulling out toys. It's very They're, funny. They're like using... A, Hercules marionette to, <laughs> yes. to hit the things or shooting with them dark arrows. Um, and Xena's like filling stockings to like uh, knock out some troops or something. And Gabrielle has to distract them by doing a hula hoop. Like, come here, boys. Come get your present. She's hula hooping. I mean, it's it's wacky. It's fun. <laughs> it is, it and, is uh, Xena. I think they're going to get some campy. like during this fight there maybe and then there's a guy like flipping his arms around with swords literally for like just (laughs) continuously moving and gabrielle's like even like makes a comment about what's with him (laughs) and of course there's a strategically placed unicorn kind of thing on wheels (laughs) behind him and Zena pulls and hits him in the wahoo wow um but yeah so it's a fun fight and then the king comes out they all grab stuffed animals and they're pounding the this is the thing that beats the guards back is the stuffed animals they're getting hit with and the feathers are flying but it makes it look like snow and i just thought i just always love that moment it's like a fun like 
Zena's having fun. Like she could just totally kill them all and be done with it. But <laughs> Gabrielle wanted to do it more peacefully. So they had this fight. They're throwing the animals. I was like, oh, Zena's happy. This is my when I'm watching Zena, you know, early on back in the day. And I'm like, oh, Zena's happy. And Gabrielle's changed her life. And it's such a sweet moment. So they leave the orphanage. The king discovers that the, the orphanage leader is his wife. And now that he's changed. And she left like 30 years ago. So they're older now. Yeah. But they're going to. They're going to work those work things out. So Zena and Gabrielle leave with Tobias the donkey. Um, and uh, <laughs> they, they even throw in a nice couple with a new baby. Oh, <laughs> on their way. Okay. Very, on their way. Offer to help them travel. Are they subtle. following a star by chance? There is a star. There is a star. star. Very subtle. And so yeah. Gabrielle uh, generously offers Tobias for the... Oh, a woman wow. and her baby to ride on. So she, they are also responsible for Mary and Jesus and Joseph having a donkey. Wow. And then, so they go on their way and Zena, and then of course, uh, as they're leaving, um, you know, Zena said it was a very nice thing for Gabrielle to give the, to buy us away. It's like, well, it's Christmas. And Zena's like, oh yeah, that's right. And she kind of nonchalantly hands her this wrapped present, which turns out to be the little lamb that Gabrielle oh, had God. in the child. Oh, so sweet. And, you know, Zena's like, I took so much time and effort and I really, really meant a lot to me to give this to you, but I'm going to act like it's no big deal. Like, oh yeah, here. Because, you know, that's the way Zena plays it off. Even <laughs> sure. though she's like, oh, I hope she likes it. Zena is just her best girlfriend. She is. And so <laughs> Gabrielle sort of says, I didn't do anything for you. To which Gina replies, Gabrielle, you are a gift to me. Oh, my oh, goodness. Whoa. That, yeah. And then it, it tilts up and you see Mary and Joseph and Jesus going one way. We don't know that it's Argo Mary and Gina Joseph and Gabrielle and going the other way. And then there's a star. Jesus and Zena part ways. <laughs> so they're like, this is a Christmas uh, episode. <laughs> you know, that's who it was. Wow. I don't know if that time. I don't know if that timeline works out. Dude, it, yeah, I don't know. Well, never, they were, weren't they calling it like solstice, like solstice. winter solstice? Yeah. Right. I don't know, it but it was quite Christmas. It was yet. to imply, right? Of course, it was symbolic. They threw in all the. There was a big star. It was, it was just <laughs> not only was they, there Jesus, but there's also Santa. <laughs> see, everyone. That's something that, for there everyone. Were no rules. They just no. put everything in that they could think of for everyone. So, oh, and then she even has a great stocking stuffer line when she's stuffing the stockings to beat the, you know, she invented stocking stuffers. She invented all the things. So she said. (laughs) So it was like a sweet, Uh, fun, heartwarming, with a slight dramatic king monologue side. (laughs) I bet that anguish. Yeah, he was really. like his real. He was going for it, man. He was. He was playing it to the hilt. And meanwhile, in the other room, they're having fights with marionettes and hula hoops mm-hmm. but it was cute i like it i always love this christmas episode it's cute yeah. it is and cute. by the way disclaimer i'm a very sad person of interest never had a christmas episode mm-hmm. i would have loved to sing this sorry mm-hmm. never had one that's too bad yeah. uh, and also this I, I looked up the year of solstice carol 1994 <laughs> such a long time ago wait <laughs> that cannot be you 10 that can't be right wait it didn't start until 1995 i wrote it down this is what it said it said in 1994 but you're right it doesn't make sense (laughs) i believe it's 1996 you were so convinced hold on it was 96 9 december 9th 1996 i'm not not disputing that but why did i write down 1994 drunk and high (laughs) no not this time It was written by Chris Mannheim, directed by John T. Kretschmer, who's not someone I don't I I don't know what else they may have done in the Xena world. Did they do anything else? That's not a familiar name. Mm -mm. 
Hold on. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not moving on. <laughs> I just want to. I I want to know if I'm crazy. Like he did. Or oh, he did the prodigal. Wrong. Looks like he did some um, Hercules episodes. Mm. It looks like the prodigal's <laughs> the only other Xena episode. Perhaps it was confused with a with an episode of Hercules because mm. he had also directed Hercules. That's the wrong. Yeah, I wrote it down wrong. <laughs> well, 1996, especially since the show. I think that's an easy call since yeah. it didn't start. Till. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good try, though, Cat. Thanks. What did Never you mind. watch, Cat? Okay, well, I I chose an episode of The X Files, "How the Ghosts Stole Christmas." This is from 1998. Sure. I looked that up. <laughs> that sounds right. Uh, and this was, I think, this was season six. So they'd already moved to production to LA. Um, for me, this is some of my favorite episodes are in this season. So this is one of my favorite episodes as well, but it's sort of when Mulder and Scully are in sort of their, their most, uh, I feel like their sexiest. This is the sexiest part of Mulder and, mm-hmm. Mulder and Scully's timeline. Will you agree with that, Wendy? They look good. Scully's got yeah. a good wardrobe. Her hair yeah. is good. They figured her They're out. I feel like, yeah. So, uh, the, the episode opens up and, uh, Mulder is on a stakeout. He's staking out an old creepy house and he's convinced Scully. This is Christmas Eve somewhere. We don't know where. And uh, he's convinced Scully to come on out and he tells her this, the tale. She's reluctant, right? Because it's Christmas Eve. She has shopping and wrapping to do. But he, he, he spins the tale of these, these, these star-crossed lovers who had a, a murder-suicide pact, we think, and how every Christmas Eve you can see them wandering the house. And so he he's there to investigate. And she is not excited about it. She's got no. presents to wrap and it's Christmas Eve and she's tired and she wants to go home. So she's she's like, I'm out of here. He's like, okay, I'm going to go check it out. She can't find her keys, guys. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I so wonder who took them. It's mm. so strange. So she goes inside looking for Mulder. And so it's a really... Goes inside the house? They go inside the house oh, okay. and to investigate. It's a very creepy old sort of gothic style. It's a total kind of mind F. Some <laughs> of the rooms lead to the same room. They're fine bodies underneath the for- floorboards that actually Ooh. are Mulder and Scully. They're dressed yeah, the same damn. as them. They find themselves dead. Uh, and sometimes it is a little unnerving. Uh, and they get separated, which you never do. If you're in, if you're in a horror house at night, don't, don't separate. Split up. Don't split no, up. No. It's a, like, that's like rule I'll be one. right back. It's not something you want to say. No, it's the last thing you say before you get killed. Because <laughs> they keep walking out one door and then back in the same door that they originally walked in. So they think, okay, Mulder's going to go out this door and immediately right. reappear back at the other door. But then, right. of course, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. So they get separated. So they're separated. They each encounter a person, a strange person, someone they're not expecting to see. Because the house is supposed to be abandoned since since these these the the couple the previous owners killed themselves it's abandoned so people go there every every Christmas Eve looking for these ghosts but nobody lives there so I think Mulder doesn't Mulder find Ed Asner first is that is that it Wendy yeah yeah so so such a I think actually they won Emmys for this maybe I think at least Ed I Asner guess, and Lily yeah, did I think yeah they did. Such great casting. So Ed Asner plays, uh, he basically uh, says, I live here. What are you doing here? Why, why are you in my home? Mm. And he uh, proceeds to psychoanalyze Mulder. 
and he's hitting he's hitting all the marks, man. He's, he's he he kind of nails Mulder as a character, uh, which is really fun. He's basically having a, a therapy session with Ed Asner, and the goal here is that Ed Asner and Lily Tomlin are the ghosts of this house, and their mm-hmm. goal is to get people to commit suicide, murder oh. suicide every Christmas Damn. Eve. Like that's their it's goal. Dark. It's a little dark. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. So Ed is is laying it on pretty thick. And then we we jump and we see Lily Tomlin running into uh, Scully. Same thing is happening. Psychoanalyzing, hitting hitting all the buttons uh, of the relationship, basically the Mulder Scully relationship, which I absolutely love. I love all of this. This is so much fun. Um, it's very meta. It's very meta. So it comes it comes down to uh, oh <laughs> one of my favorite lines. They actually show that they sh- you can see they're like they've been shot right. So Lily mm-hmm. Tomlin's ghost you can see the bullet hole through her stomach, and Asner through the head. My favorite line is Lily Tomlin says to Mulder, "I don't show my hole to just anyone, you know." <laughs> yeah. and he says, "Why'd you show it to me?" <laughs> um, and so uh, they they trick them. So Scully thinks that Mulder has shot her, and it's not. It's it's Lily Tomlin, and Mulder thinks Scully has shot him, and so. Uh, it's it comes down to this very dark and and kind of graphically violent scene. They're they're both blood army crawling through blood. Basically, they they both been shot in the stomach. They think, and they're slowly army crawling towards the door. Uh, they pull the guns on each other again because they each thought you know they think they've shot each other. And Mulder realizes, wait a minute, this isn't real. He hops up, he pulls her up, and they're not shot. And they get the hell out of there. Uh, and so Lily and Ed have failed, but it's, you know, they're going to try again next year and, you know, <laughs> see, see what happens. And then such a great, lovely scene at the very end. I These are the scenes that I always love so much. I'm such a big shipper for Mulder Scully. So these types of moments are what I kind of waited for every every episode if we would get them. Mm-hmm. So it's Mulder and Scully. Mulder, uh, Scully has come to Mulder's apartment. She can't sleep. She's like, did did what happen? Like, did that? Did any of that happen? Was any of that real? And they both have kind of a moment. You know, the therapy session that they both had went through is clearly still on their minds because they both have a moment of like, well, you know, Mulder says something like, oh, you didn't want to be there with me, and he's like, oh, sorry, that was a narcissistic thing to say. Got it. So like, you know, they're maybe going to work on their relationship a little more now after this the therapy session. But they have a very nice moment. They exchange gifts. And uh, you know, as as we're as the camera pulls out from the window, we see them enjoying Christmas morning together. Oh. And uh, it's it's sort of this is this episode. By the time this episode comes along, the the show really got its the show had found its tone and had found its sense of humor, especially. And uh, it's just a really fun watch. There's some. Did you see it, Tara? Was there any scary parts I in there for you? Did not see it. Okay, no. and I was watching it again thinking about you it's like well there's some kind of there's some kind of scary intense moments when they're creeping around the the house and stuff but uh it's kind of it, it's a, just a fun watch i can watch this episode over and over again i'll never get tired of it it's it's one of my favorites yeah it's it was a really good one and i don't think i really appreciated it <clears throat> until actually last night when i rewatched it this is an episode i remember vividly watching my when my dad and i took a trip to washington dc Hmm. And of course, I was all up in the X Files. So I said, oh, yeah. "Whatever we're doing this day, Dad, we got to be home by whatever time the X Files airs tonight. <laughs> it's on, it's Sunday nights at that point." 
Nice. And because uh, we got to watch X Files. So he didn't watch it. You know, it's not his kind of thing. Sure. So I'm sitting down to watch, and it's like totally not your normal kind of X Files episode. And then at the end, they're like crawling around in their own blood. And I'm like, <laughs> they're not normally like this. Pretty but, intense. Uh, you know, <laughs> and maybe like that Asner being on there. I don't know. But. So I always remember that thinking, oh, this is different. And, you know, when you watch an episode of a show you normally watch, but you're in some, like, random place that you don't usually watch it, it feels weird anyway. Sure. And then on top of it, this was a different episode. Yeah. So I always think of that when I when I watch the episode. But it was it was so good. And they, they acted, of course, it's Lily and Ed Asner, so they're awesome. And it's just but, the four um, of them. There's no other actors. Yeah, and yeah. Mulder and Scully are in almost every scene together, which I always loved. You know, mm-hmm. whenever they, they would get split up on a case... Right. Uh, it was. It was. I just obviously a huge shipper of those two. So like, whenever yeah. they're together, I'm into it. Oh, I but remember also, back. Yeah, when you were watching the show, and any little moment of connection oh, or shipness, you're like, oh, it gave us a nugget. Exactly. Something. Yeah. Eat it up. And then to um, have Ed Asner and Lily Tomlin, like yeah. just two absolute legends, and yeah. you know, to to have them together, all of them together, just uh, a really good combination. And this is a written and directed by Chris Carter episode. Which is Before surprising because it was really good. <laughs> they were good for a while. I'd have to look at the list of the episodes he did because I thought for a I, while when you saw that, you're like, great, this is going to be a great up. And then at some point it turned and was like, oh, God, a Chris Carter episode. It's going to be slogged down and right. meandering and, in its own dialogue. And, and to be fair, <laughs> maybe it was just when he was tackling the um, the conspiracy episodes that it, I felt like it got a little clunky for him. Um And and I always like the lighter episodes anyways. I'm always a fan of sort of the, I mean, it's not really a funny episode, but there's some funny moments in it. Uh, The lighter tone episodes are what I was usually Mm -hmm. more drawn to anyways. So, Well, it did watching this last night. It kind of made me want to do an X-Files rewatch. I know. I miss the show. I love the show. It's just, I remember that whole feeling of back then and how much I loved. I mean, I applied to the FBI because of the show. Failed miserably. (laughs) But. You know, it's just, I so love the show so much. And it's still my top three of all time and always will be. Same. But, it's the, um, whole, the Holy Trinity. Yeah. I mean, the, so and this this season of, of of the X-Files, like, had some really strong stuff. Had oh, Triangle, yeah. Dreamland yep. 1 and 2, Arcadia. Like, just really strong. I think some of the best episodes of that show came out of this season. So This was a highlight. I, did, I anyway. never found anything. I was just trying to find nominations or, or wins. I never... <sighs> I couldn't find anything for it, but I thought, like you said, I thought they were at least nominated. But I couldn't find uh, anything about it. I thought for sure. Maybe I saw I just... something about production design winning, like some random something, but Saturn Award. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was like an actual technical thing, but I don't know. Huh. Well, that is a big disservice. I'm sure they were nominated, though. Anyway. Awards. But yeah, this was a great... I, see again. I love any show that finds some sort of interesting way to tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to do a couple of things. You got to do Christmas episode. Yeah, you've got to do the day repeating itself episode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you've got to do the possibly the character switching bodies mm-hmm. personalities <laughs> episode. And if you do it well, it's fun, and I love it. And uh, they kinda, they nailed the Christmas one for sure. They did, and that kind of takes us to the next episode of uh, TV that we're talking yeah. about. Except we are missing that body switch one. Right. Have we had the a body only, switch? Uh, the thing that I, I don't consider it a full body switch. It's not switched. But when Winona, um, I believe Waverly was in jail and it was the episode with oh. uh, the demon that took over uh, and then she took over Winona instead. Yeah, and they had this the, weird like almost kiss thing, yeah, which thing. was strangely yeah. erotic for me. But I. Uncomfortably <laughs> erotic. No, they're like. 
sisters, but that's yeah. Uh, but uh, that was it where like she wasn't that. herself and they were kind of like interact you know yeah it doesn't count that wasn't I think, a switch no i, I want the full switch i do too we've talked I want, about that who was it i think we talked about this before we want nicole we want to switch Waver- with winona was no that- we i think we want waverly and uh winona nicole to switch to, right? no no right. waverly no, and winona right and winona so that switch. nicole oh, yeah. and winona uh waverly and winona's body hook up Right. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. Is that that just would me? be, yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> anyway, I'm down. Okay, cool. Let's see how weird we can make it. <laughs> Let's get freaky. <laughs> so, Tara, what, what about you? What did you watch? Well, thank you for asking, Kat. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I watched, uh, if we make it through December, the episode of Winona Earp, uh, season three, episode six. Nice. Um, I really love this one. Remember, it aired. Like in July, and it was just really, but it made hmm. me feel really festive because I, I mean, I love Christmas anyway, and, and uh, all winter holidays, and uh, this one really spoke to me. Hmm. So it starts off with, and there's actually rewatching this, and I've rewatched it a few times, but not recently. Uh, there was like a lot of reveals in this episode that I didn't really think of, or, okay. you know, remember at the time that all of these things got revealed in this episode. Oh, wow. Okay. So first we see Winona. She is, of course, in a Christmas onesie Love with it. a big hood. It's pretty awesome. She's, like, super <laughs> excited. She's kind of running around the house. and <laughs> I love her uh, slide. Yeah. Yes. And she slides in and Mama is there. Mama has just rid herself of the demon or that. <laughs> and uh, she's, yeah. she's not crazy anymore. So right. now it's good. they're there and she's trying to make this special Christmas for the girls that they couldn't have, you know, when she was incarcerated. She right. said, the only eggnog we got in prison was scrambled. So <laughs> she Sounds said, just let me horrible. have this. Um, so <laughs> she's like really kind of anal about things, the way mm. she thinks she wants to go for, on Christmas. So right. then we cut to, to Way Hot, Waverly and Nicole. And Nicole walks out very sheepishly in an elf costume. Um, and then we see Waverly thinking that she's adorable. Because apparently Nicole has to go help Nedley, who's playing Santa at the tree farm or wherever right. that is. Yeah. Um, so her job for that day is to wear this elf co- costume and then go help Nedley. Uh, it's a very tall elf, by the way. Very tall elf, <laughs> very pointy ears. And... Um, yeah, so they, of course, Waverly thinks she's adorable. She goes, I have something that'll make it even better. She puts a little hat on. Mm, so cute. And Nicole's like, come on. And then <laughs> they start making out. And sure. then what I didn't notice before is there's like a hand moving down south. Because oh, then no. you cut to later where Winona hears some sexy noises coming yes, from upstairs. But does. I was like, whoa, where did that, where was that hand he- headed? Okay. So they, <laughs> I think you know. they imply, oh, I think I do. Um, Can you explain it to us, Tara? So, <laughs> well, we'll talk about the birds and the bees. So, <sighs> yes. So they're up there having their fun. Sure. Um, meanwhile, back downstairs, Winona is trying to place a very special angel She's brought That's out this right. very special angel to yeah. put atop the tree that yes. Mama's decorating. And it is the minstrel angel. Menstrual. Menstrual. As in tampon. <laughs> yes. So 
So the so angels adorable. made of tampons. Waverly apparently made it when they were younger. And she says, well, this is the one we've always used. This is the angel we've always used. And Mama said, "What? this is not. And she goes, well, I mean, since you left us. <laughs> oh, ouch. Mama's like, you know what? Let's put that away. Let's make some new memories. Let's throw that out. I really want to make this special. Let's just go ahead and throw that right <laughs> in the trash. And then Mama makes a comment saying she needs to go and uh, she has some yams that need mashing. So she's going to get back in the kitchen and mash her yams. And then she says to Winona, again, her daughter, looks like you need your yams to be mashed too. <laughs> oh, mom. It basically says, oh, go mama. get that uh, hunky tree bringing guy, which was Doc earlier. He brought a right. tree, which mama also rejected and said, That's get right. that thing out of here. We don't need, we just exercise a demon from this house. We don't need mites. Um, she's very bossy. So she's serious. She's a little bossy. Yeah. Um, so, but, and Winona does say, well, I don't want, I can't go see Doc. She's just not in the mood for him right now. She mm-hmm. is mad at him. Um, and then he's that's when we hear the way hot sex scenes. And I can only think of Kat's recent Instagram post mm-hmm. where she said, I just oh, did yeah. 15 minutes of ADR uh, making out with the back of my hand. So I could, all I could think of during that was like her, them uh, in the booth, like making sex noises. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> so weird. Um, yeah. So then we cut to Santa Nedley. So he's at the tree farm or wherever this thing is. Yeah. Um, and he's basically like, oh, my knees are shot. So don't, you can't sit on my lap, but you can still tell me. Yeah. What <laughs> Thanks. Oh, Nedley. So these kids all of a sudden keep saying, oh, Santa, Santa. And he's like, all right, kids, it's not that funny anymore. Uh, but really, they're chasing after what they think they think they see Santa or something lures mm-hmm. them into the mm-hmm. woods. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out it's Bolshar. And he takes little Timmy. Oh, little boy. Timmy goes into the woods. And he is gone. So Bolshar takes Timmy. Why, we don't know yet. And then we cut back to Wayhot. And they are... Just saying bye to each other, kissing each other on the stairs. And again, I thought, knowing what I know now. Oh, oh stairs. Look at that. Yep. How appropriate. <laughs> and Waverly says, bye, cutie. And as she walks out, Nicole bumps into Winota and says, uh, are those your ears or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> and then Nicole's like, no, don't. <laughs> just, don't. <laughs> just no. <laughs> oh, and so at this point, you know, it's Mama, Waverly, Winona. Winona, let's drops the bomb on Waverly that, hey, your dad is actually an angel. Right. Right. Surprise. Surprise. And Waverly's like, what the fuck? Like, okay. Uh, She's like, what? You know, uh, all right. Well, I'm going to go ask Mama about this. But Mama is in no mood to talk about this right now. She wants Christmas. Can we not just have a good Christmas? For Pete's sake. Uh, But eventually Waverly wears her down and says, I need to know. You better spill beans. So, and this is all while Mama is chopping up a turkey that apparently she oh her guts out of it and feathered and then now she's just ripping the giblets or giblets out. I like how they did that. Like one of them said giblets and then my <laughs> said giblets and I, I wonder if that was like a gift gif joke. Oh, funny. Right. yeah. So Maybe. so she's you know hacking away at this turkey. Yeah, it looked um, like a real turkey too. That's, yeah, it did. Mm, a little disturbing. Not um, not appetizing. So uh, she tells. Waverly about Julian, mm-hmm. her lover that went essentially after the baby disappeared, ditched her, went away, didn't come back. Yeah. Um, so that's it's about all she's willing to tell at this point. She's like, all right, let's go back to our fun Christmas. I know this yeah. is a life changing bomb to drop on you, but, <laughs> but your father's Christmas. an angel. 
He might be part angel too. He might. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, how did you sit on top of the tree? (laughs) (laughs) So then we see Jeremy. Uh, He is back. They're back at the sheriff's station. And he is thinking about how he has been ghosted by Robin. Oh, yeah. So he had just met Robin. He thought they had some chemistry. But Robin has not written back. And in fact, Jeremy even shaves off his doc mustache because he thought Robin didn't like it. So he's very... You know, he's very upset and he, he's very sad. Um, so Nicole, Waverly, Nicole shows up. She's in her elf costume still mm. um, to investigate this missing kid. Um, they show up at the tree farm. Um, and Winona is there too. I guess she, she's the marshal. And so she goes into the woods. She's going to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while, and the, actually before then, there's a great line I have to mention. Uh, with Jeremy. Jeremy is a little, like I said, irritable. So when uh, she asked Jeremy, she brings him a coffee cup and says, oh, that's so sweet. You brought me a cup of coffee. And then he opens it and it's like a finger or what was it? It's like a like finger blood. or like blood or something. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, God. Uh, and then he makes a Helen Mirren reference oh, in a certain yeah. tone. And Winona says, we don't talk about Helen Mirren in that tone, sir. Um, That's and one then of my favorites. So Jeremy good. says, fair, fair enough. Okay, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> so they go to Kate's house, Kate the vampire, right? Doc and Winona. Awkwardness ensues. Sure. Uh, a lot of references are made to Kate and Doc's time together sexually <laughs> in front of Winona. Kind of weird. It's totally cool um, that, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, Waverly goes to the well. To see Bobo, who's at the bottom of the well, and she's like, "Tell me about my daddy," um, you know. And Nedley's all upset, and uh, and one of the great lines again after Winona and Doc have this awkward interaction at Kate's, um, where we learn that essentially, well, Doc is a vampire, uh, so that's for sure happened. And Kate's mm-hmm. like, "You don't remember when I like bit you?" And he's like, "I thought that was foreplay or like something you were into." Um, <laughs> so now Winona's like. What the hell? So she's all huffy. They go back to the station. And again, a great line uh, was, you know, Doc's calling after her, Winona. They're walking down the hallway. And she goes, what? (laughs) You're going to tell me about the time you had a three-way with Amelia Earhart and Laura Ingalls? (laughs) (laughs) So she brought up a Laura Ingalls reference. Love that. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Apparently Doc slept with every historical figure. Exactly. Yeah, so then we see Nedley's upset talking to Nicole, basically saying, something happened here. I'm different. I watched Lonnie get beheaded, and then I went and watched Pretty Little Liars, binge-watched it for (laughs) the whole season, right? Like, nothing happened. Um, So we get kind of a hint there that Mm -hmm. he's just not feeling it anymore. He's Mm -hmm. like, I did a bad job. I'm bad at my job right now. Then we see Bolshar. He's always a buzzkill. He's got all these people kidnapped in a warehouse. He's feeding them weird seeds. Mm. Um, all these old families and, you know, don't really know, but it's super gross. And Robin's there and he super gets fed disturbing. a disgusting seed, right? So we've learned yeah. Robin's actually been kidnapped. Um, yeah. And at, at one point around this time, we get our first... A uh, high five attempt from Winona to Nicole Hot, and nice. she is denied. Yes, so that happens. One of these days, throughout the, throughout the years, one of these days, she is going to reciprocate that high five. It's going to be yeah. a good day. Yeah. Next, Winona pulls up. They find where this warehouse is, mm. uh, and Winona pulls up. She can't get in. 
lo and behold, Charlie shows oh, up. Oh, Charlie. He's like, Charlie. hey, little lady, you need some help? She's like, who are you, dude? I don't even know if you're like a human. Are you? You just show up here. And he, he says, Jeremy gave me the coordinates. It's cool. He's like, what? <laughs> I'm clearly not supernatural. He gets out and he makes like some references to his big hose. And she makes <laughs> references to his big axe. Of course, Charlie's super hot. I think yes. he's like really cute. I actually really like them together. He's I think a, he's very cute too. He's adorable. Yeah. Um, so they decide to go on this quest together. You see... Charlie's long hose drop down in the warehouse and they climb <laughs> down it. Hose. And then it's a whole shoot them up free for all. They're in the warehouse. It's really great. They're busting people out of their cages, shooting totally. the beekeepers. Uh, and then Winona's going off on, ah, you filthy animal. And Charlie says, <laughs> Who are you talking to? And she's like, I don't know. Uh, I love that. <laughs> That's my favorite Winona line. Yeah. So they break I everybody don't out. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so they break everybody out and they all go back to the station, to the sheriff's station. All right. Uh, where Winona is again attempting to crack jokes with Charlie. And <laughs> he's like, maybe it's not the time, like with all these rescues. <laughs> She's like, yeah, that was some <laughs> premature ejaculation on my part. <laughs> There's some great little oh, nuggets Winona. in there. So good. Uh, so then Jeremy reunites with Robin and Jeremy's like, so you didn't ghost me? And Robin's like, no, basically I was kidnapped. So no, I, I didn't ghost you. And then they kiss, which still, I mean, it's sweet, but also grosses me out because they make a point to like earlier show this gross seed going yeah. that Robin gets yeah, fed. I was like, ew, no, like brush your teeth Exactly. First. He has not brushed his teeth. No, he hasn't. It's like straight out of the warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wish he had a mint. Him Maybe. Okay. We'll, we'll no. assume okay. that he chewed some gum. Okay. Rinsed his mouth out at some point. That's yeah. fair. But anyway, it works out for them. Uh, Jeremy's very happy. Um, and then Nedley announces to Nicole that he's retiring. And boom, you're the new sheriff, Nicole. Bombshell. You can do this. Bombshell. So this is also the episode where, where so Nicole becomes right. sheriff. There's a lot going on here. There right. Is there is. Yeah. Um, and then we go back to the Earps for Christmas dinner. Mm. It's a little bit awkward. Uh, Waverly, of course, is optimistic as always. That's it's so nice that we can have this time together because it's a little awkward between Winona and Doc mm. and Mama still kind of being Mama. <laughs> um, so, you know, they have on very cute sweaters. It's very sweet. And so uh, Waverly, of course, tries to bring the mood up a little bit. And then Mama, she says, you know what? I've been trying too hard to make this Christmas something that I thought you guys needed. and mm. But instead, I want to honor the things that you have been doing here without me. Make some new memories. So she puts the menstrual angel up on the tree. Aww. Um, there is another mm. line that deserves a, a honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Earlier, it has to do with the menstrual angel. <laughs> when Basically, why don't has to break the news that Mama's not down with the angel to Waverly, so she has to tell her, uh, "We well, you know we're actually not going to put up the angel this year. Mama is not. <laughs> what did you say? Mama is not uh, a fan of our blessedly absorbent friend. <laughs> that was it. Blessedly absorbent. Blessedly good. absorbent. Uh, I like to point out Nicole Hot is wearing a cat sweater. Yeah, oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Super cute. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. So. They have a nice dinner. Um, then Winona goes back out. And now she's back. Somehow found herself back at the fire truck. A very cool, old-timey looking fire truck with Charlie. And uh, they basically hook up. 
That's getting them. They're like, let's do this. So she gets her stuff mashed without it being docked. So this is her first hookup with Charlie, too. So this. That's right. I mean, spoiler yeah. alert, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Who we spoiler. then find out later is Julian and yes. Waverly's father, also Winona's mother's boyfriend that yes. she birthed. Yeah. So it's awkward. But at this point, it's just keep, hot. You know, keep it whatever. in the family. Then Mama goes to visit Bobo in the well. And she's like, I'll let you out. If you tell me where Julian is, because now the jig is up, like they know that Julian's maybe out there somewhere. Yeah. Then in the finale, Mm. we get uh, some way hot action. We do. Where the iconic Santa suit that we'll call it a Santa suit. Is it really? It's not really. It's like. Some version of it. Mrs. Claus? I don't know. Sexy Claus. Sexy Claus. Sexy Santa. Sexy Claus. Sexy Claus. There it is. Uh, So she's like, (laughs) I got there eventually. So sorry. She's like, I need to apologize for not really being able to celebrate your big promotion Mm. at work. Nicole's like, oh, it's fine. (laughs) She's kind of awkwardly like, what's going on? (laughs) And then Waverly starts doing a little dance, a little ditty. And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, what's the song? It's like. I'm going to love, you know, you know the one. Sing it, Tara. No, no. I'm, I <laughs> no, don't want to no, ruin no. it for people. So she's doing a little sexy dance. Indeed. Nicole's like, again, similar to the cheerleader incident, like her face is like, what is happening? How am I so lucky yeah. uh, to have this hot girl come up and dance on me? Um, so she, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I don't so either. Never happened to me kisses. before. So. <laughs> she again, then they kiss. They have, they kiss, and then it kind of fades away it's into so a sweet. It is very sweet. Um, you, we can only assume that they again go into their sexy time, right? They go very audibly onto the stairs. Yeah. And uh, then you know we get a little fa la la, like a little segue into the song, a nice peaceful yeah, version, carries, and carries over right to the next scene. Yep. Well, right. That's some good music editing right there. It was. It was. So <laughs> we didn't get to see the the ending no. to that scene, but I, a fun fact. One can assume. It, one of the kisses in that scene was improvised, apparently. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And I guess um when uh, Dominique has talked about that scene and she said like I the the nervous energy and awkwardness that I was feeling in the moment is how I think you know, uh, inspired her. That's how Waverly would have acted as well. So, like, sort of that nervous giddiness is is very true to to who uh, how Dominique was reacting mm. in that moment. So it's very fun. Nice. There well, you go. That's all I got. I enjoyed it. It's a very sweet. It's so a very they, sweet scene. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure they did. <laughs> Some good way hot moments. But anyway, Indeed. that the episode stood out to me because I was not expecting a Christmas episode. That's for sure. Um, and it was just such a fun one and all these big revelations, but also those, just those memorable lines that, that really s- stuck with me. So, yeah. Stellar episode. Wait, I, I for, sort of forwarded through this, uh, last night. Didn't at the end, isn't at the end where Doc actually does become a vampire? It, at the very, very end? Or did I get confused? Cause I was thinking it was I at the very, very end remember that. Remember that? Yeah, oh, you might be right, Wendy. Oh, is it? They cut back? Maybe I, I just it went- lost focus after the way hot. Perhaps yeah. you did. Because I, I thought it was at the very end when I was going through that at the very end. I think it, you're right. Because uh, I remember the hearing that music over that scene, right? Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. Now I'm 
looking at the- by the fireplace or something. Yeah, that seems exactly. a little familiar. Okay. Yeah, I think this is when he becomes. You're right, Wendy. I think because he's like f it. Because why not? Yeah, not like his bitch. Feelings- to yeah. feel it, he's feeling his mortality more than ever. Implores the Contessa to turn him into a vampire, which she does. Because at that point, she'd only he'd only been bitten. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, because then he that looks up and his eyes are all glowing. Just yeah, so lots of big fun. things. Charlie shows up. Dummy. You find out her dad's an angel. Uh, Waverly's dad's an angel. Doc becomes a vampire. Nicole's going to become sheriff. Nicole mm-hmm. sheriff. Mm-hmm. Wow, a lot of things, and lot. it and it worked. Yeah. Got it all in there. They always seem to like every episode seems to be jam packed. And Christmas, so. yeah. And it was very festive. Like there it was decorated cute and everybody was super festive in their sweaters and onesies and <laughs> sexy claws episode. suits. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, watching watching Waverly dance, I just thought if I were an actress, there's no way I would ever convincingly be able to do this funny. <laughs> Sexy Santa suit dance. I would have not ever gotten that part. So we have to think that is Dom sexy dancing when she feels legitimately awkward. Yeah. She still looks oh my god, incredible good doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love Christmas episodes of shows. Yeah. They're fun. Lots They're of fun. Fun. Yeah. Especially when they get to the point too, like with the X Files, you can play with, you know, you've done the show enough. And X Files was so good at self-referencing things in the show totally. when, when they did it I like it, that when shows get to a point where they can have a christmas episode and have just fun character moments exactly it. It, it was a very it's basically like okay guys we got to do a christmas episode let's do it the x-files way that's exactly what right. that is yeah mm-hmm. with bloody and shot on There's the floor be you know? blood. <laughs> yeah exactly so there you and go. it's kind of halloween-ish too it's like halloween slash christmas it's haunted house and christmas mm. agreed it works i think it works as a halloween mm-hmm. episode too both. So I'm looking at the calendar here, guys. I think uh, next time we are together, it'll be right before Christmas. So it's going to be our last uh, last wow. installment of our holiday film festival. So we talked about this uh, amongst the three of us. We did not involve the listeners in this decision. Uh, <laughs> some things we just have to decide ourselves. Uh, so to celebrate our the the final installment of our holiday film festival. We're going to watch the classic 1978 Star Wars holiday <laughs> special. Oh, oh so can't wait. I haven't seen it, guys. I'm Tara is, Oh, Tara, I'm so excited for you. Going in blind, going in cold. Now, if you want to watch along, it is available <laughs> on YouTube. I don't know if it, it's if it's the same in different countries, but as far as the U.S. version of YouTube, it is available. Uh, it is it is so spectacularly bad. It's amazing. Here's what I hope for you, Tara. Now, I watched the the alternate ending of Titanic that came out on like the Blu-ray or something, where they had a whole different ending, and it almost scarred me how bad it was and how terribly wrong the film could have gone if they'd stuck with this original ending. It was just compared to what they ended up doing, it was wretched. But now, when I watch Titanic, I'm like, oh. How close were they to being so bad? So I hope <laughs> seeing the characters in this Christmas special going through things you've never seen before. Yeah. I hope it doesn't taint, taint Star Wars at all for you because it's it's interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm anxious to see it again. It's been a long time since I watched it's it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I remember liking it as a kid. I'm so sure excited. I did. George been... even hates it. George Lucas. <laughs> That's right. He, he wants it to go away forever. Well, it's not, George. Sorry, We're going to talk about it. Next yeah, week. we are. <laughs> That's on a mission to destroy George anyway. Pretty much. (laughs) One snop at a time. 
Yeah, maybe ask him the hard hitting questions. Oh my god! Uh, and, and exactly, if he was on, I'd be like, "Mr. George Lucas, sir, thank you so much for being <laughs> yeah, here. Same. You're Big a fan. I love you." Why did you? Yeah, remember that the motivation time? behind we this? Down totally oh, get sure. it. Totally get it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right. Well, till <laughs> next time. If you'd like to find us on the Twitter, you can do so at Snopodcast One D. Or Instagram, that's right. and that's what's right. Instagram, <laughs> Facebook at She Nerds Out Podcast. And you can send us an email to she nerds out at gmail.com. And if you like the snop, if you want to snop with us every week, you can do it by subscribing to this podcast. And if you could leave us a review, that would be super cool. Thanks in advance because you're going to go do it right now, right? <laughs> okay, cool. Just do it now so you don't forget. Yeah, easy. Boop. Thank you <laughs> for doing it. All right, ladies. Until next time. She nerds out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like nerdy things.